TalkZone.com. Now, TalkZone presents Two Guys and a Mic, your mid-morning break sports talk show. It's a passionate yet lighthearted look at the world of sports, featuring the coach, John Cohn, and the big dog, Joel Radwanski. They'll recap the games from yesterday, look ahead to the matchups tonight, and cover a lot more in between. Now, Two Guys and a Mic on TalkZone.com. Hey, we do welcome you to the Two Guys and a Mike Show. Thank you so much for joining us. Beautiful midweek Wednesday, hump day, if you will, in the studio live today. We have the man you normally hear over the uh, telecommunicative phone lines, but today is live in the studio wearing the mean green T-shirt today. The big dog, Joel Radwanski. Big dog, how are you? Uh, doing very well, Coach. The plane was on time. I flew in from Aurora this morning. And remember <laughs> what the shirt says, Coach. Guns don't kill people. Chuck Norris kills people. <laughs> Let that be a lesson to all the young kids out there. Yes. Beautiful. Big Dog, great to have you in the studio. Our female fans, so anxious to get a look at the Big Dog. Everybody yes. hears them. And we get emails. What does he look like? Can you put a picture of the Big Dog up there? One thing we Can do you know, change the picture that we have on I was going to say that. that Come picture, on. When was the last time I actually looked like that? Clearly does not do you justice. I, I, I appreciate that, yeah. Coach. It makes you yes. look mature and sophisticated. No, but, no, not but, about sophisticated. Oh, I think very sophisticated. Yes, David. I did change the picture on your bio page, so. Oh, I appreciate that. So. No, no, David, you you seem to care. You care about the show. <laughs> I, I care too much, big dog. Uh, you care about the show. You care about us. Unlike Coach and I, we don't seem to care about the show or ourselves. No, you don't. But that's what I'm here for. Don't I, tell that to the so. listeners. I take that as a personal affront. <laughs> yeah. Did you change my picture at all? Uh, no, I did not. I need to get my picture changed, too, because I don't like that one. Maybe yeah, you, you can put up... Uh, I'm going to throw you a couple of actors I could put up. I'm going to have a cartoonist like draw a caricature. You look like the Don who walked the streets of New Jersey in his pajamas. Yeah. What was <laughs> what was that guy's name? Not sure. I, I forget. Uh, yeah. I think Alonzo Spellman. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. He wasn't a yeah. He wasn't a Don. He was a DT. Yeah. Well, though. you know, at times me and Alonzo back in the day we did get confused with each other. Yeah, you guys Pretty remind fun. me of each other, but you know, besides the fact that he's 295 pounds all muscle, an African American. <laughs> African American. Yes. Thank you very much. Oh, the confused part us. is the same with the two of you. <laughs> Thank you, folks, for joining us. Uh, Big Dog and the Coach, two guys that have mic. Our phone number here, if you want to check in, we'll talk some sports and more. That's what we do one hour a day, five days a week from 10 to 11. Uh, 888-463-6748. Again, 888 we got Bears-Dolphins coming up tomorrow. we got uh, Chicago Bulls winning the opener of their circus trip. College basketball heating up full slate, so we'll talk about that a little bit. All kinds of stuff will jump off the sports page as well, Big Dog. Yesterday, by the way, we got many positive responses on the mature way that we handled the um, inappropriate touching situation going on at airports across America. I really don't know if you got my, my gist of it. Basically, I don't want to get too to delve no. back into that, but no. yeah, I, I'm just not happy with the the TSA, the TNN. I have no problem with. <laughs> but people enjoyed the way that we they thought you in particular were mature. You handled a sensitive subject in a very mature way, and it was a rare moment in time for you. But congratulations. To be quite honest with you, I'm not really sure where to go. Should I go prostitutes or flight? In order to See? get some, in order to get yeah, some groping, no, I'm not, not really sure which way to go. All coach. the listeners who enjoyed your sophisticated way you it. handled a quote unquote touchy subject, you just turned all those people off. You put me in studio, and this is what yes. happens, Coach. Sorry. All the uh, positive welfare you brought up yesterday, welfare, boom, shot down with one sophomoric groping uh, 
conversation. Very, very sad. Eh. By the way, did you see the, uh, I got a kick out of this, the Chicago Public Schools Mayor Daly, who's the outgoing mayor, of course, named a new temporary head to our Chicago Public Schools. But I love this. Goal number one. Uh-huh. <laughs> His state, this, this guy said it and Mayor Daly. Goal number one after naming him the interim, the uh, chief was to find a new superintendent. <laughs> so he, he's hired as the superintendent and goals and objectives right there on top is to find somebody to replace me. Thank you very much. That doesn't make sense. No, not really. I, it actually does make sense, but it, it's kind of humorous to think about. By the way, we're watching on the screen, Big Dog, uh, University of Connecticut women's team. That was a big story yesterday, too. Did, did they lose to Baylor? They defeated Baylor okay. 65, we'll say 65, 64. Yeah, 65, 64. They were down eight. Uh-huh. Down eight with six minutes left. And, folks, the reason we bring this up, UConn has a 79-game winning streak. Almost came to an end. Wow. Maya Moore and the Mayans finally came through at the end. you got to like the fact that they schedule somebody like Baylor, who is the number two team in the country yep. and, a, and a very solid number two team in the yep. country uh, you know, preseason, yep. and put that, uh, risk, put that uh, streak at jeopardy. Brittany Griner, six feet Eight inches tall. She plays for the Baylor Bear. Yes. Six feet eight. She's not. And she's typical, long. Huh? She's long. And she plays with an edge. She got she, in a fight last year. Yeah. She's not your typical. You know, sometimes the real tall girls, uh, they're certainly getting more athletic, but they tend to be a little bit shy, a little bit awkward in their stature, basketball wise. Very uh, sometimes very robotic. Not Brittany Griner. She plays with an edge. She's got a little. She's, mean, like, she, she's like Ralph Sampson. Yeah, the, the little bit I remember of Ralph Sampson, he was kind of mild mannered, wasn't he? Yeah, I guess so. But it's just the fact that how often do you get somebody six foot well, eight in yeah. a women's game that's as right. athletic as her? Like Ralph Sampson was yeah. really athletic. That comparison I agree with. Okay. But but, but uh, what's unique about her, in addition to that, streak of mean, plays aggressive, got an edge to her. She's the next great thing, next best thing in uh, women's professional basketball. And it's kind of weird because in women's pro ball, you're not going to get players like that to jump to the pros. Because they're only going to get, what, 30, 40, 50, 60,000? Yes, exactly. So, a lot, and plus, they're going to be playing in front of crowds that are sparse compared to what they had in college. Yeah. Because, you know, at least in college, you know, like, uh, I, I used to support the uh, the women's basketball team at McMurray College and at Downers Grove North. I used to go from, to as many games as I possibly from could. From what I heard, you were an incredible supporter. Oh, Even come when on, you didn't coach. go to the games, uh, coach, come on, let, let, let's keep it clean now, okay? No, no, I, I believed in that. You know, I figured all these people go to the football games. You know, I was more than happy to go to the the girls' softball games. And plus, usually they had keggers afterwards, mm-hmm. and then they were always, "Hey, you were the the one person in the crowd. It was good. You know, it's good yeah. to have you here." Smart man. Yeah, no, seriously. Got to find your angles. Let that be a lesson. Any young kids out there? You know, your first college experience maybe coming up next year. It's not a bad angle. And I got to tell go you, go to something. a women's sports match. Yes. Of a sport that doesn't draw many fans. See, that's that's good advice. And, and, uh, Very solid. Th- this is no joke, and I, I mean this. The field hockey team, those girls wore skirts. They were yep. they were smoking hot at, at McMurray. Okay. As a matter of fact, of the twelve good looking girls on campus, mm-hmm. nine of them played field hockey. Chicks I went with, checks with sticks. Chicks with sticks. I went to every single game. You know, <laughs> by the time, uh, by you know, after like the fifth game of the year. I, I was like one of the boys with them. You know what I mean? It was like after the game, oh, Joel, you actually support us. We appreciate it and all that. You know? That is that is solid advice. And I bring that up, David Olson. I don't know if we have any more programming we can come up with here, but on our pre-production meeting on the uh, Coach Mobile on the way here, 
we had actually talked about me and the big dog, you know, getting away, you know, doing a sports talk show, but trying a different kind of show also. And we had even thought, big dog, well, uh, of doing like a female self-help program. Well, that's what I want to do that's on Chi-Town really Mix is I, I was actually going to do dating tips for women. Yes, that's what it was. I don't know. Do we have anything like that on the talkzone.com? If you're new to the website, folks, 24-7 shows across the board. This is your place for Internet sports or internet talk. Is there any dating advice shows? There are no dating advice shows, so you could be trailblazers in that area. That, Sarcastic son of a... I don't think David likes the idea. I don't, I don't think so. I think he's taking down your picture and putting up the old picture as we speak. Yeah, I think I think it would be very good. And I think the beauty of it would be dating advice from a guy who's, you know, from two guys who have been semi-dysfunctional in their dating life. Well, that would be the part of the beauty of it. At least I've dated, though. When was the last time you've dated? Take you've been married. No, no, but you've been married for 18 years. It's a problem. That, I'm, not, I'm not, you know, hey, this is, I'm yeah. not ripping you. You're, yes. you're, mar- you're a married man. Well, that's why I'm going to be the moderator of the show. So, I'll just feed you all the stuff. You can come up with the good advice. And and luckily, I've I've actually dated women of many different uh, origins and yes, nationalities. Absolutely. And most of them human. Which Take is which is as a matter of fact, I got a girl in my life right now who by the way is not my girlfriend cuz she's keeping me at arm's length. Okay. Luckily she's got short arms, coach. <laughs> but uh, to be quite honest, she's with not you, as long as Brittany Griner. She's she's long and athletic. That I'll ah, give her. That beautiful. that I'll definitely give her. Okay, but she go well to her right? Yeah, yeah she does. As wow. she she goes well wow. in many different categories, coach. Wow. Well, I, I, you know, not the girlfriend, but she's like ridiculously <laughs> nice to me. I like how, why am I getting, why is somebody so nice to me? I really don't understand. See, that's, if I could give you some dating advice here. No, no, I agree. That's I know gonna what be you're your saying. first, you got a quality young female who's being nice to you. Don't take it, don't start looking for what's wrong with you. Accept it. You oh, gotta no, have no. some confidence in yourself. I totally have confidence in myself, but it's beyond nice, coach. It's almost like it's, it's not like, oh, you know, she doesn't yell or scream or hit me. It's it's beyond that, Coach. It's it's really good. I'm just like I scratch my head and be like, why why weren't they all like this? One of the nice things we can rest assured is she's not after your money. Oh yeah, she's after it. Seriously, she's like, how much change you have in your pocket? <laughs> Hand it over. You know, and I gave she's, it to her. She's after life your savings. money. She's the one who needs dating advice, not you. <laughs> That's definitely for sure. Wow. But you know, normally I get these girls. You know, I just want a guy who's funny and sensitive yeah. and a good guy. Well, that that pretty much. That pretty much sums me up in a package. Do you, you, know, do you that, like taking long walks in a park? On short piers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll take a walk in a park, Coach. Uh-huh. I like to have a quiet moment alone. Okay. I like a candlelight dinner. I can, I can actually go to the beach, hold hands. I can do all that stuff. Usually after uh, Joel takes a long walk on the, on the beach, his uh, female companion tells him to take a short walk on a long pier. Or is it a long walk on a short pier? Th- that might be it, Coach. Yes. So what you need to do is improve your conversational techniques on the nice walk on the beach because the nice walk on the beach is – how about the picnic afterwards? You a picnic guy? Oh, absolutely. See, I, I, I can even make the salad. I can do all that stuff. I can actually cook a little bit, Coach. Wow. As a matter of fact, you know, I made breakfast this morning. It's unbel- I might start dating you. It's not bad, Coach. You get to watch <laughs> college football. Seriously, you want to stay up late, watch the Bulls? You know, I'll, I'll yeah. be there for you. The nice thing about it is if I start having a little – Fling with Joel, I don't think my wife would be would be jealous. Now, do you have bigger hands than me? Moving right along, how about them bulls yesterday, huh? Eight 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 four six three sixty seven forty eight. Anybody out there think the dog and the coach could run a talkzone.com uh, dating advice show? Feel free to email 
Well, email us, and we'll send it to the commander-in-chief, or you Chris can, Or you can send it I'm via regular I'm not going to send it mail. to David Olson right now, because I can tell he's not for it. So if you do send it to we're going right over his head. Chris Whitting, the general manager, our commander-in-chief, he might give us a little bit of respect. I'm personally affronted by the reactions and the attitude of David Olson, our fine producer, what I thought was a loyal producer. I, I would hey, assume. that really sucked! I guess that pretty much sums it up right there, Coach. Oh, by the way, we are taking emails from females. That will be one of the regular segments. Yes, we will take emails from females. And if you need dating advice, we'll give it to you. Yeah, or any kind of advice. We just love It's a regular segment. We try to promote each and every day. Emails from females. The big dog will answer the call. And, and Mike, two guys, AOL.com. M-I-C and the number two. Mike, two guys, AOL.com. If you're a male who's thought about maybe going transgendered, if you got any female... Genes in your blood. You're okay to go. We'll take any kind of emails from females. And, and I'll give you legitimate advice because, trust me, if you're a woman out there, the only female advice that you'll get that is correct is from your mother. Otherwise, it, you're all competing against each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, seriously. Because when you see women that get all dressed up and they go out, you know, like, so, hey, I'm going to go out with my man tonight. We're going to go out. They don't dress up for their man. They dress up because they're competing with every woman that goes into that particular restaurant, bar, club, whatever. Mm-hmm. They, a guy doesn't care what you're wearing. Do you have clothes on? Okay, that's good enough for you. I mean, good enough for the guy. But the other women, oh, did you? Did, oh, she's wearing those new Salvatore Ferragamo shoes. <laughs> oh, she's got a Fendi bag. From you know ben- what I mean? They care. Guys could care less. A real man could care less, actually, I should say. I didn't know ex-L.A. Ram quarterback Vince Ferragamo had a uh, popular pair of shoes. You know what? Believe it or not, he is actually related to the Salvatore Ferragamo <laughs> who made those particular shoes. Oh, with Salvatore, not Vince. No, yeah, totally, yes. How about that? One area I know the two of us disagree. Now, if I bring this up with Brian Bauer, he almost overheats. I mean, he's got to step into the into the next room for ten minutes. But uh, high heels, I'm a fan. I know you're. I know you are. I have never, never. Not only is it not a turn on for me, it's almost a turn off. From a practical sense, I can't even see how females can wear high heels. That's the problem. What's wrong? You're actually worried about somebody else's comfort. I am. I I dated a Mongolian girl who's about four foot six. A Mongolian girl. Uh, This is no joke. Okay, and she's about four foot six. Okay. Where did you meet this Mongolian girl? When I was bouncing. So she wanted some creep to leave her alone, so I got the creep to leave her alone. Next thing I know, it was uh, she's taking me out. It was it was a nice little thing. Okay. Four feet six. Hey, how you doing? But that's all she wore. The girl walked around her house in high heels, coach. Well, and no other clothes. To be quite honest with you, no. Okay, but it's but it, that's all she wore. And I asked, I was like, "Isn't that is that uncomfortable?" And she said, "No." And I was thinking about you at the time. Yes, and, and you, you totally wrecked it for me. <laughs> okay, so uh, why do you care about somebody else's comfort? If some I, woman wants to walk around in high heels, why do you care? I'm not losing sleep over it. It's just I, I that it just looks incredibly uncomfortable. And from my standpoint, I know you know the females wear it. Because they think it looks sexy and attractive to the guys. I'm just telling you from my particular standpoint, it does nothing. Absolutely nothing for me. Give me a nice, old, comfortable pair of gym shoes, and uh, that look works for me just oh, fine. Okay. That, well, that, that's cool. I understand. You you also have a problem with feet. Yeah. That That's that's probably that's what well, it is. Well, yeah, and you, is like, cool. you like a woman with strong calves, which a high heel will build up a, a solid a, uh, gastro. God, I forgot the actual muscle. Gastronemius, I think. Well, uh, which l- is the calf muscle. Let, let's get this straight. The gastronemius. First no? of all, I do like a nice calf muscle, but there's yes. got to be an ankle to calf ratio. If it's a big, strong calf, yep. and the and the ankle is basically almost the same size of that big, strong calf, that's a problem. Complete turnoff. 
Okay, I have to have a slim a slim ankle up to yep. the fat calf. Interesting. I want a girl who can jump out the gym, let's face it, okay? So that's the A to C ratio. I haven't really paid attention to that. Maybe I need to start doing that. The ankle to calf ratio. Yes. All the females out there right now are checking their calves, and, checking their ankles. And, and, and as long as as long as you have something to do on Saturday and Sunday and let me watch football and you can cook a little bit, I mm-hmm. can care less about the ankle to calf ratio, Coach. Okay. Now, you had mentioned uh, you are currently dating someone of the Asian persuasion, I think, by well, the way. Again, I can't say date. She's keeping me at arm's length. Ah, but, short arm's length. But I mean, but she's got extremely short arms. Yes, so mm-hmm. I can't. I can't say date. We're just friends right now. Okay. All right. Don't look now, by the way. And I, you know, speaking of ankle to calf ratio, Robert the Rain Man. What the hell is his last name again? McEwen. McEwen is going to be uh, stepping in the studio, filming the show. We'll have some of the highlights of the show put up on the ShytownMix.com. But I don't know about you, Big Dog. I'm very observant. Did you last time he was filming? Did you catch the? Uh, Calves of, of the Rain Man? I have not seen the calves yet, Coach. Not bad. Not bad. Any females out there, if you're into calves, I can't speak for his ankle. No, 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 I didn't no, go no, that no. far. Yeah, I, I'm going to have to stand up for my own right here. Now, there's many things that I don't have good, but I have the finest calves think, on the planet, Coach. I think after talking about females' ankles and calves, you already are standing up for your own right. Okay. I, I'm, I'm barely yeah. standing right now as a man. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. Your calf muscles are very well known. They've, they've been, actually been pictured. They've been in muscle and fitness. And that's, that's no joke. And, I, and, and actually, I've had guys being like, hey, how much did you pay for those implants? I've never been so insulted in my life. Okay. Calf implants? Are there I, such I, I've been called crack a hoe. I've been called a Polak. But when that guy actually insinuated that I had calf implants, <laughs> I almost lost it at that point. Seriously. Is there such thing? Is there a doctor? Uh, yeah, they, there's probably, actually. You I'm can, sure get, you can get a buttocks implant, calf implants, and pec implants. There's a, there's another implant that I'm waiting for to be successful. Take it easy. No, seriously, I need an eye implant. I do too. I'm you know, practically blind. <laughs> and you're the deaf. You're you're basically right. the Helen Keller of of talk radio. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you very much. David has given me this signal. I think he wants us to uh, break. Yeah, I think he, he, he wants, hasn't given us this yet. He wants you to break my neck, is what probably, I think he wants. Probably. Yes. All right. Any chance we're going two hours? <laughs> it's only a one hour show. Oh, it was only one hour. Why did I even show up? We got so much to talk about. All right, we're taking a quick break. Producer extraordinaire David Olson. We got the Rain Man ready to enter the studio. More importantly, we got the Big Dog live, live in studio today. We'll take a quick break. Back in a minute as we watch again. Jeremy Crotchery. What's his Jericho Crotchery. Him too. But isn't it? If you consider that he had just ripped the groin from the bone when, before he made that catch, Coach. That's pretty impressive. It's a phenomenal catch. Yes.
Time to get back to Two Guys and a Mic, your mid-morning break sports talk show. Once again, here's the coach, John Cohn, and the big dog, Joel Radwanski, on TalkZone.com. And we do welcome you back, TalkZone.com. Two Guys and a Mic during the break. Big dog, three or four of our, I'm assuming, male listeners emailing. That was, I have to go back to your earlier advice. That, that outstanding. For any, particularly for college kids, but I'm specifically talking about the advice you gave. We're going to get to some sports here, folks. Don't you worry. Big dog I, my coach. life in shambles. My advice, precise. Your advice, yeah. Don't, yes. yeah. The reality of your life, not great, but, but uh, in theory, your advice is phenomenal. Yeah, but, I, I know how to tell other people what to do. But specifically speaking, the fact, uh, you go to a college or, yeah, let's just say college, and you attend. You find the women's sporting events. Yes, yes. That are least attended. They got no fans. And you go there and you become a regular fan of the team. There's no better way. What a perfect, I won't say sneaky, but unique way to get in with a particular female crowd. Yeah. Outstanding, specific advice. Yeah, Coach, because not only will the, those particular players who will, will like you, yeah. they normally have friends who are female that go to the games, and they're like, hey, look at this guy. Hey, he's a face painter. Maybe Heard before next game, I'll, I'll, I'll paint his face for him. Heard it from a friend who... Heard Absolutely. it from a friend you were attending yeah. games. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, if I said you had a beautiful body, would you hold it against me? At, at full speed, Coach. <laughs> at full speed. 888-463-6748. I have no idea why you would want to call up right now, but God forbid you want to. You want to talk to the big dog, get some uh, dating advice, or uh, eh, talk some sports. What the heck? We are theoretically a sports show. Give us a call. 888-463-6748. Emails from females at Mike. Two guys at AOL.com, M-I-C and the number two, Mike, two guys at AOL.com. You also told me in your pre-production meeting, speaking with our theme of females today. Yes. And I didn't quite understand it, but you had mentioned a small Asian woman that you had met. Yes, yes. Basically had predicted your future. Yes, this is no joke. When I was uh, a personal trainer <laughs> slash fitness coach over at the Bally Total Fitness, which is just east of where we're sitting right now here mm-hmm. in Morton Grove, which I don't know the address of the place, but that's all right. I think it's just east on Northwest Highway, as I was, which is a little bit south there. I was walking to the Dominic's, and some woman stopped me. Little tiny woman. I can hold this woman in the palm of my hand as she stood. Okay, I think now, she was smaller than the four foot six Mongolian. I was going to ask you that. Smaller. Yes. Than the previously mentioned four foot six Mongolian lady. Okay. This. Well. Well. Anyways. <laughs> she like she stopped me and she was like, uh, "Are you in like entertainment or whatever?" And then this is at the time when we were doing the morning break. So I was like, "Well." Theoretically, yes, I'm in entertainment, but I don't really know how entertaining it is. Yeah, okay, in the loosest sense of the terms. Well, she says to me. Blah, blah, blah. You're going to do television. I'm like, I'm going to do television. She's like, yeah, you're going to do television. I asked her a few other questions, and she basically told and this is no joke. She asked me what my address was. I'm like, I'm not telling you my address. Well, she's like, just tell me your address. So I did. I was like, 1045. She's like, oh, you got to move. Because I found out, like, it's Asian in a total zero. One plus zero plus four plus five equals zero. And if you have an address, and, and a lot of Asian people are very big on numbers. If it would have totaled up to eight, I would have been in really good shape. But it totaled up to zero. She's like, you got to move. And then she's like, you need to get a lawyer. Kind of funny. Something happened in my life around that time. I really needed this, a lawyer. This is all coming from a woman small I just Asian woman that just saw who me. stopped you outside of Dominic. By the way, she worked at that worked out at that Bally's. But the, she finally talked to me when we weren't in the Bally's together. Okay. okay? So she had been stalking you for a while. She had seen me before. Oh, okay. she had, and, she, and by the way, this woman's about 85 years old. Okay. Okay. Spry <laughs> is the best way for me to tell you. 
And then she she tells me a bunch of really positive stuff about my life. And then she's like, in March of 2011, everything that you will work for uh-huh. is going to come to fruition. Wow. I was going to be successful in, in my job, which technically is going to be on television at that point, she told me. Okay. And I was going to find love. Everything was going to be work out for me in the spring of 2011. That's not bad. Well, it, it, it's fantastic. But she says you go through money like like you're like it's water. The problem is you have no water. I mean, this woman hit it like right. But she's like, you have more fun and you have. It was like she. I love this woman. Okay. Somewhere in the sound effects, David, we do have the the dong for great Chinese proverbs. But that that's pretty good wisdom. That day, I met Tony DeGuide, who actually Tony who Tony DeGuide. The, okay, whatever. Tony DeGuide is the guy that got me involved in that Nick of Time television show. And ever since then, I've been doing stuff like with Robert and W A M W A M W D and. Black and Blue City and all this other stuff. Story so. starting to get complicated here. I, I know it's getting complicated, but so now I, sure I have to- this I have this utmost belief that everything's going to work out for me. That's why I'm extremely happy, even though I'm poor, Beautiful. I'm hungry, okay. I'm ugly, I'm bald. You know, no yeah. no real girlfriend, would, no job, nothing would, like that. And by the way, I'm hireable. Seven seven three seven two six seven two seven seven. You need me to rake leaves, mow your lawn, <laughs> cut the grass, or if you need me to do any yard work, I'll do that too for you. So, oh, but, but so I a small <laughs> Asian woman basically comes out of nowhere. That I can hold in the palm of my you hand. You throw out her address to you, which is a little bit shaky. Uh, and this is about a year ago. But no, 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 no. This is May. Oh, no, this, excuse me. This is, it's in 08, and it's about July right. of 08. Well, I got news for you. The uh, time she predicted you'd turn your life around? Yeah. March of 2011, uh, rapidly approaching. My yes, life. I know. If you could somehow stand So I've been laying in the weeds and smoking them ever I, since. I, <laughs> I worry about you during the holiday season, but if you can survive this oh, don't particular... Worry, I'm already hung. Huh? Never, go ahead, go Stop. Stop. <laughs> if you could survive the holiday season, i got to believe January and February, I'll lock you up inside. Oh, as long to, as Illinois is playing you, good basketball. Yeah. If Illinois is playing good basketball, I'll be able to, I, I, I can, yeah. I'll be able to make I it. I don't want to put pressure on Bruce Weber and the boys, but it's if important. the Illinois team... Folds up in Jan and Feb. Oh, Big Dog has waited 38 years of his life. Finally, it's going to turn around in March of 2011. If they get, the damn Illinois basketball team screws the whole thing up, yes, I'm yes. done with Bruce Weber. Hey, they, they got a good team, but in that conference, you know, it's a bunch of snake pits. You know what I mean? It's, it's you know, it's if a mongoose gotta, versus a snake is one thing, but there's 800 snakes. That mongoose is in trouble. <laughs> we got to okay. keep you healthy for three and a half months, Big Dog, because I got a feeling that small Asian woman is right. Here's the problem. What so, did she predict for me, by the way? Did you? Oh, know? she. By the way, I, we can walk right over there. We'll find her. The woman spends. About Still nine, she spends about nine hours a day working out. Okay? She was 85 back then. Thank you very much. <laughs> So she'd be uh, she'd be moving on ninety right now. Yeah, but you still yeah, think she's working out? Oh, absolutely, Coach. Yes, I asked her if she had any daughters, and they said that she, they were too old for me. But she did have granddaughters, and I was too poor for them. She wasn't the one that was hanging around the steam room all the time, was she? No, that guy's name was Victor. <laughs> oh, uh, David, you're David Olson. You are lucky you were not the producer back in the days when Joel worked at Bally's Fitness because. The stories we would get out of the steam room basically this, this, got you, it got you fired, didn't it? Uh, no, get, what got me fired was uh, a Romanian girl in the kids' oh, club. Stop it, stop it. Well, that's true. You asked me what got me fired. In the kids' club. You know the story, coach. I would have fired your butt too with a Romanian one. In the kids' club? Yes. Where's your sense of honor? I didn't Come know on. there was a video camera in the kids' club, coach. And, and it was before the Even, place opened up, I, the door was locked. Even if there's not a video camera, it's a kids club. Kids, the there kids don't kids show up the until eight. Club. The kids don't show up until eight a.m. This was five thirty uh, in the morning. Someone coach. might have come early. Obviously, no, I don't. don't he wasn't you, aware even, that kind of conduct was frowned upon. 
and, it's, and, it's George Costanza. <laughs> it, it, it is, yeah, seriously. Right. Yes, it's the same it thing happened to George Costanza <laughs> on Seinfeld when he had sex with the cleaning lady on his desk. I swear to you, the girl's a cleaning girl. I'm not kidding, David. She was, and by the way, the girl's brilliant. She just, you know, she came to the United States to try is to she, make some money and be a student. But she's a cleaning woman right over, now. Uh, please answer yes to this. Is she over five feet tall? She's about five foot eight. It was tall for me. Go. And she had big hands. And by the way, did you say, if, what if some of the kids came early? Is that what you said? Don't worry. Nothing like that happened, Coach. Uh, stop with the innuendos. Well, you're the one who said it. But at any rate, without getting into the specifics, it almost got you fired from an almost unfireable job back at our old radio show. But um, what was going on at the steam room? It was my first, Bally's day, Fitness Center my first was... day of work. Uh, I was at Bally's on Dempster and Waukegan. Yes. My first day of work, I'm doing my first tour ever, going around showing people. I'm like, this is easy. I got this guy in the palm of my hand. He's gonna, his wife's gonna come. His two boys are gonna come. And as and as I walk him through the locker room, sudden, I remember, I remember somebody, somebody else has got somebody in the palm of their hand. With like, when you give a tour, never walk them through. Yeah, exactly, Coach. You, you, you thought you'd throw that one right past me. They were like, never walk him through the locker room. And then the guy was like, hey, I want to see the locker room. I'm like, hey, who are these people that tell me how to do a tour? <laughs> Walking through the locker room, I'm like, hey, this is no problem. We go through the, the shower room, and all of a sudden, the steam room opens up. And quite honestly, all I can see is if uh, man ram. That's all I can say. I'm not talking Manny Ramirez either. Oh, and all like, my eyes goodness. popped out of my head. It's like, I, what, what's going on? Next thing I know, the guy is gone. He just like goes right through. I'm like, where'd he go? And then I, I ran out chasing the guy. He's going down the stairs because it's a two-story valley. I'm like, sir, sir, that doesn't happen here. He's like, it happened once. He said, so I don't remember what he said because I was frantic. Didn't we have a segment at some point called Tales from the Steam Room? Yeah, we did. And then they basically told me they would fire me if I continued to do that. That's but right. since yeah. the room, I met the Romanian, yeah. we don't have to worry about me getting was, fired from there anymore, do we? It was nice to know we picked up listenership, though. Two of your bosses started listening to the show. Oh, big time. Yeah, they loved it. They loved it. And yeah. then they would tell me, oh, I could do that show. <laughs> I was like, you can't even wash yourself. You get a 480-pound dude selling gym memberships telling me he could do this radio show. <laughs> okay, I'm not kidding you, 480. The guy lost 120 uh, pounds, and somebody asked him, are you losing weight? Seriously, that's how big. You drop 120 pounds, and people have to wonder if you've lost weight yeah, or not. Like, that, that's an issue, Coach. As somebody once said, it's like throwing a deck chair off the Titanic. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it was. Yeah, 888 The phone number. All the notes I had for the show here, sports analysis, breakdown. I can yeah, your analysis. I would like, by the way, I would like, uh, as I often do, I would like your analysis of my analysis. How is your analysis? Uh, it came up positive, Coach. Very positive. <laughs> that could be another segment for the show. Emails to females, dating advice. We're creating a new show, and the nice thing about it is we're doing it during our show. But uh, we could have your analysis of my analysis. Not sure what the picture on the website would I, look like for that. I'm almost afraid to find out. But I think it's time for us to move on. Think so? Yes. All right. Yes. Tell me a little bit about Tyrone Thigpen. Uh, his name is uh, Tyler Thigpen. That's the first thing. Yes, uh, he's got good feet. He stands upright in the pocket, and hopefully okay. when he plays the Bears this particular Thursday, tomorrow he'll be down on wow. the pocket. Thursday night and, football. And, and you know what, Coach? You jokingly said Thursday games are good for the Bears because less time to prepare under Lovey Smith. And guess what? Lovey Smith, has he's like 4-1 and one on Thursdays. Yes. And what's his record when he has two weeks to prepare? I have no idea, but well, it's bad. I do. What is it? I don't know for sure, but I have an idea. Well, he's he's been here since '04, so this is 2010. That's six years ago. That's seven football seasons. That's seven bye weeks. He can't be better than two and five. That's what I would guess. Yeah, two and yeah. five. 
So another loss this year, by the way, to the Seattle Seahawks, yeah. who haven't won on the road except in Chicago this yeah. year. So the, with, oh, they with, did beat Arizona last week on the road. With Lovey as the head coach, the less time to prepare, the better. Are you surprised by the way the Miami Dolphins uh, talking some sports here finally? 31 minutes into the show here, Bears-Dolphins tomorrow night, 888-463-6748. Tyler Thigpen going to be the quarterback. Chad Pennington is out. Chad Henney is out. What happened? They ran out of Chads? Uh, well, it is Florida, so there's probably plenty of Chads to go around, Coach. A couple of ha- Right now, the hanging Chad is Chad Penny's, or, uh, Chad Henney's knee. But, um, yeah, the less time they have to prepare, the better. And are you surprised with the point spread? Miami with a third-string quarterback. Favored, at least last time I checked, by a mm-hmm. couple of points over Bears, who if you just watched the Minnesota game, it looked like they put it all together. Yeah, uh, but I think it's, you know, there's always the home field advantage that you go, but I think Thursday Third makes... string quarterback. I agree, I agree. But I'm just trying to, maybe what Vegas is thinking. Uh, the Thursday game, the home team has a significant advantage on Thursdays, Coach. A significant advantage. When you think about it, you only got a couple days to prepare and you have the the travel team. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a if somebody has six days to prepare and the other team has five days to prepare, it's not that big of a difference. But if one team has three days, the other team has two, that's a huge difference. A huge so you can get a lot more done. You know, that's fifty percent more time. Take us behind the scenes of an NFL team, big dog, and how they prepare for a game, scouting, et cetera. Uh-huh. You're a man who's uh, been in administration at the highest level of football except high school, college or pro. Uh, <laughs> a game like the <laughs> I said administration, not play. Okay, yeah. A game like the Miami Dolphins, do they? The regular coaching staff, very little time. No, 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 no. They got. Do people they have some background scouts? Absolutely, who put, absolutely. They, without a doubt, they have uh, background scouts, and they also say what would happen is when the whoever the Colts are playing, and if the Colts are playing somebody that the Bears are going to play. Without a doubt, the Bears have scouts at that game because the Bears basically play the same defense that the that the the Colts play. Now, when when the Colts are on offense, those scouts go to the washroom, they go get a hot dog or something because the Colts' offense doesn't resemble anything that the Bears are doing. So that's what you try to do. You try to find similar teams that are doing what you're doing that are playing the teams on your schedule. Mm-hmm. And without a doubt, you have those scouts ahead of time for one to two weeks ahead. Okay, but, but more, but well, I would think they do that for every for for every, for every but yes, in this every one opponent. you actually have to have a game plan done already, yeah. done already, like legitimately on Sunday okay. when the when the Bears got when Lovey Smith got done with the press conference, which by the way was scintillating. Oh. Did you hear what he said? Yeah, I think. Well, hold on, Dave's got it carted up. We hold had on, the Dave, highlights. You got the highlights of the Robert's Smith. got it right here, ladies and gentlemen. If you can listen, here are the highlights. We put it taped together. Our production staff of the Lovey Smith press conference. Shh, on everybody. Monday. Well, that was a good one this that year. Was, that yeah, was excellent. That, that, that had more that was than not, usual. Not a technological breakdown. That was the highlights of the Lovey Smith uh, press conference. Really, really excited. Big win. <laughs> all phases of the game, uh, excellent. Uh, that I told all you guys that we are good. Six and three, we're real. We're, we're for real. Now I gotta go to Miami and uh, continue the success. All right, enough questions. I gotta go get to that game plan. And then, and then right, legit, right when he walked out, he was handed the Miami uh, Dolphin scouting report, and they started. The, let's, we rip, uh, we make him fun of Levy Smith. He's not that imaginative, all that other stuff. But he does work, Coach. He, he's a, he's a workaholic. Legitimately, he spends I, I like 15 hours a day. There. I like when he gets up there. And, you know, now, for our team to be successful, we have to play with emotion. <laughs> we have to play with great spirit. Great excitement. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I would love to be in the locker room and hear the pregame speech. You think Lovey yeah, gives the pregame speech? I, I wish we were in the locker room uh, last year. I forget what game it was, but they played horrid in the first half. 
and one of the one of the players said Levy Smith started kicking stuff and throwing yes. stuff around yeah, through a chair. And they were like, "Yeah, we we never saw Levy even raise his voice." They like we and he was like, "I will cut you." And like he flipped out. They played the best second half. So I guess he's he does that what once every seven years he does that as the coach of the Bears. Might want to do a little bit more often. Than yeah, I, I, but I like that he doesn't do it all the time. Yeah, but I think it was like an AFC East or West opponent that he was doing it. Save it for the Packers and the Vikings, Lovey. Please. <laughs> By the way, I don't want to uh, put Lovey at a step ahead, but he's almost better. I don't know if you've heard. Uh, very successful, brand new head coach of the Chicago Bulls, Tom Thibodeau. It's not Thibodeau, folks. It's Thibodeau Thibs. If you get the gnome real uh, yes. personal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But and he's very good coach. Team's playing well. Six and three. They've won four. Doesn't in a row, he look but like a, few- a lawyer? Huh? He looks like a lawyer, doesn't he? He looks like a guy I wouldn't hang out with, he to be know. honest with you. No, he would not be a, a fun night on the town. No. Not married. Never really? has been. Never will. Total basketball junkie. But if you hear his press conferences or his interviews, woo, he almost, I say almost, almost makes Lovey sound exciting. He okay. is the king of the cliches. If I hear him say one more game, you know, only the game in front of us, that's the only game that counts. Uh, one more time, I might nauseate. Well, you know what? So far, everything I, 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 he doesn't have to entertain me. You know what I want entertainment out of yeah. a basketball coach is I want to see a team that presses, a team that rebounds, and a team that distributes the basketball. If if that happens, Tom Thibodeau could be as boring as he wants to. Come, uh, you know, come the interview time, coach. Vinny Del Negro gave good interview. Excellent, Heck, and he didn't give good advice to his players. So I would much rather have an excellent coach in a bad interview than the other way around. Maybe we could have Vinny Del Negro give the press conferences and let Tom Thibodeau coach the team. We'd all be happy. That's not bad, Coach. Yeah. That's By not the bad. way, the Bulls did win yesterday, yes. 95-92. If we have any Chicago Bull fans out there, you want to stretch the pectoral muscle a little bit, flex the biceps, uh, pump up your favorite team, feel free to give us a call, 888-463-6748. Big Dog, as you know, you've been through many uh, quote-unquote circus trips before yes. they've ended uh, not so well, no. but at least they got off to a good start. It was a nice win against the Rocket. Yeah, and uh, this one's a seven. This was a seven-game trip, and they started out 1-0. and oh. Everybody 1-0, Chicago Bulls on this circus trip. Going Bring in to the elephants. The Houston Rockets. I th- are they coached by Van Gundy? They are. Stop it. They're not coached by Jeff Van Gundy. They're now coached by Rick Edelman who I think is coaching like his 19th NBA team. He might have died like two years ago. Yes. And I believe his son is propping him up on the back of the bench. I just can't see him. There's nothing wrong with that. Well, it's not ideal. The Houston Rockets, uh, not exactly a quality ball club is the best way for me to say it. They lose (laughs) talent every single year, every year. I still remember my old radio partner, Seth Mark, on Rick Adelman. This was like 10 years ago. And Rick Adelman got hired for like job number 10. He likened it to taking your dog out for a walk, <laughs> picking up the poop, walking over to the garbage can, picking some more poop out, dumping the poop on the ground, taking another walk, picking the poop back up, bringing it back over to the garbage can, taking the poop out again, picking it back up. Rick Edelman, your brand-new head coach of the Houston Rockets. Is it kind of like uh, Chicago Sports Radio? You get fired from 670, and then you work at 1,000, and then after you get fired from 1,000, you go back to 670? It's a solid analogy. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? If you, as long as you don't burn a bridge in Chicago sports radio, yep. we haven't got a chance to walk over the bridge. No, I'd like to at least enter the bridge. Yeah. So one day that'll you happen. can't burn it if you don't get a chance to walk on it. And, and I promise you, people, I will burn a bridge so gloriously <laughs> that it'll be worth the hire. Yeah. I mean, like legitimately, like I want a GM to hire me. It's like I can't yeah. wait to fire you. It's going to be what? great publicity. <laughs> one week into it, your tales from the steam room will be. Uh... 
They'll be talking about that for years to come on WG. If nothing else, your week stay there would make great memories. Great memories? memories? Yeah. By the way, David, have you sent our tapes into uh, WGN, world's greatest newspaper now hiring? They've undergone some major changes. Me and the big dog trying to put our application in. Still working on it. And, and by the way, yeah, and, and, when, and Coach says tapes, make sure to send the mini disc to all the other stations. But when it comes to WGN, they, they still do the reel-to-reel tape. They they still think it's 1957 over there in WGN. And they got new people running it now. Oh new really? People, do you yeah. think that, do you think they've gotten rid of the reel to reel and actually have gone to the mini discs? Possible. Possible. They're, they're still think, analog. I think we could start at overnights. I think the two of us would be good. I think your sec, the dating segment on weeknight overnights. And, and trust me, if you're if it's, can't miss. if it's Saturday 3 a.m. or Sunday 3 a.m. You know, Saturday to Sunday morning, mm-hmm. and you're a woman calling a show for dating advice, I'm probably the guy that you want to talk to, Coach. I would. I'll give sound advice. I may, I may let you do the show solo just so I can drive around and call you for advice. You'd have to do the intros and outros because I would stumble over that. Let me see. This is, what, what's the name of the show, Coach? Two see, guys in a mic. See, there you go. I couldn't even do the outro that we need to do right now. <laughs> we'll take quick break, outro style. David Olson, our producer. Two guys in a mic. TalkZone.com back in about 37.5 seconds. Don't go anywhere. are open for your calls on two guys and a mic call 888 go for it once again here's the coach john Cohn and the big dog joel radwanski on talkzone.com we are back final segment two guys and a mic talkzone.com phone lines are open 11 lines open if you want to try to squeeze in hey when that happens 888-463-6748 i got all my notes here i don't want my basketball Notre Dame Army College football game, Illinois and Northwestern, ESPN game day, Wrigley Field. Awesome. I want to get to all that, but uh, again, in between segments here with the Rain Man, uh, Robert, what the hell is his last name? McEwen. Yeah, him too. I was all excited about the fact that you are going to have great success based on a four foot eleven Asian woman who you don't know telling you that March of 2011, I, I would... and we believe it because she... She, up a she lot of other stuff. other stuff that we like nailed it right yeah. head on. So was I was excited for you, and I'm hoping to hang on to your coattails for great success. But then you brought up a depressing fact having to do with the Mayans in 2012. Okay. According according to the Mayan calendar, uh, where do you I, get like, a lot the, of people? A lot of people is that available like at Office Max? Or Coach, you if you could just Google up right now Mayan calendar, okay. it'd be, if you just Google that, it'll come out uh, yeah. December 21st, 2012. There's there's five different Mayan calendars. The last one ends. December 21st of 2012, and it just so happens that on that particular day, the Earth reaches galactic alignment. What that basically means is um, every 25,800 years, 
the Earth makes a rotation around, uh, not the, around the whole entire galaxy, but uh, mm-hmm. basically a, a rotation from when the center of our galaxy, which is a gigantic black hole in, okay, we align with it. Our sun and our Earth and the center of the galaxy align perfectly, and it happens every 25,800 years. So hopefully I'm not confusing you with this stuff. It's pretty, that, is that a, that's as simple as I put I'm it. I'm with you. Well, supposedly when that happens, the Earth's, uh, basically the, the, the spheres of the Earth, the, the polarity of the Earth will reverse. And if that happens, all of our phones that we're so dependent on now, the Internet, all that stuff will be totally wiped out and, and chaos can uh, ensue. That's going to happen, okay, is the fact that the polarity of the Earth is going to change on that day. Mm-hmm. There, it, it might be one of those things that takes like a, a week to figure out and we get our power back. Or it could take forever, and we have to totally change everything that we do electronically. We're not exactly sure what happens. But there's also worry that there's been sometime there, there, there's been theories that 25,800 years ago, continents moved and shifted hundreds of miles. And if that happens, there'll be earthquakes everywhere, and kind of very similar to, to that movie 2012. Yep. That's basically what they were saying it was going to happen. And it isn't just the Mayans that did that. There's many different calendars. There's different Egyptian calendars. There's Chinese calendars. There's a German calendar. All of them end on December 21st, 2012. It's, it's a kind of a coincidence that all this happened. And these are from people that supposedly didn't have enough intelligence to, you know, to blast off into space and have telescopes and all this other scientific uh, stuff. So it's kind of alarming, a little bit strange. So all I know is I'm finally going to read success, and I'm only going to have 21 months to enjoy it. And during those 21 months, all I'm going to do is I'm going to buy myself a, a plot of land, have my have my engineer cousin <laughs> – Jim Miller, the consummate uh, builder of buildings in the world for that withstand earthquakes, and I'm going to have him build a slash earthquake-proof home that happens to also be float, that can float and be self-sustaining, <laughs> that I can get my own water and my own power out. I'm not kidding. So uh, I have to make enough money in like six months so he can build it in 15 That's and have and, and 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 I'm not. You think I'm kidding, hey, ladies and gentlemen? I'm being serious. For okay. transcripts of today's show, you can write our station here at. Uh, Two guys in a mic show sent it to 456 Frontage Road in Northfield, Illinois, 60093. You can have the full transcripts of the Big Dog's description. Now, now do, do you believe any of that? Because uh, we really do reach galactic no. alignment. Isn't it kind of strange, though, that these people that we haven't been around for 5,000 years mm-hmm. predicted a date that when the, the, the Earth reaches galactic alignment? Does, does anybody else find that peculiar that there was four other civilizations that predicted the same thing, same exact now, date? Now you're starting to freak me out. I mean, I mean, I just find it. I mean, I tell this Here to other am, people, you know. and they're like, oh, big deal. I'm like, that's kind of peculiar. It's a li- I, at least something to think about, something to contemplate to when you're sitting thoughts. around watching reality television. I'm, I'm starting to have second thoughts about the Cubs rebuilding program. Yeah, they need to do it now. How exactly. are we rebuilding for? It's going to all end. And we might as well trade for Get some free agents in next year. Damn. Uh, I'd, I'd, but how, you're 30, how old? You're getting your 40, aren't you? Yeah, well, I'll be, I'll be 40 when that happens. I just turned 38, Coach. And really? I'm, I'm a spry 38. 38 years of 38 years of your life finally but I finally really, I, in march I, I, of 2011 in three months your life turns around and then like you said a little more than a year later the whole world goes to work. yeah and like if it happened now i'd be like that's, uh, that's, uh, bad well, that's too bad that's like tough. right now if it all happened like the continent started shifting and you know everybody i would just run right to the grocery store and just start eating is basically what i would do just try to make sure i had uh, actually you should go to walmart probably you can go pick up some guns some canned food <laughs> some water you know, go fill up your pickup truck. You know, maybe that's probably the best place you can go if it actually happened. You, I'm sure you and Jim Miller will be very happy in the shelter that you built. Oh, uh, by the way, yeah, you do not want to mess with. You, you think I'm our, kidding? Huh? Jim Miller. I hope you're kidding. Has a cache. 
is the best way for me to put it. Other people pronounce it cachet. I'll pronounce it cash. Okay. Do not go to the Miller's house and try to rob them. As a, you end up, you look like Swiss cheese. Interesting. And Any- don't forget, guns don't kill people. Jim Miller kills people. <laughs> <laughs> Any chance in the shelter you're building there will be a uh, under five foot Asian woman along with you in the shelter? Uh, hopefully. I would think so. Hopefully with extremely small hands and short arms. Yes. And but <laughs> and as long as she can I, I'm going as long as she can grow stuff, coach. I'm uh-huh. going to make sure I have a, a hydroponics bay. Grow tomatoes, rice, grain, <laughs> other things. Oh, goodness. Anybody uh, and again, maybe for Beat the Schmoes, you know, we like to give out a prize for the winner? Yes. Is there any chance we could the next winner of the Beat the Schmoes, we could give them a Mayan calendar as the prize? That that would be wonderful. Coach. I need to know where you get one. Cuz I am Those... about to get my I'm a big I'm usually one of the first guys in line to get next year's calendar. Uh-huh. I live off our home calendar, so I'll be visiting an Office Max very soon, a Staples uh that was easy. Yes. Um to pick up my 2011 calendar, get all the dates in like that, but where would you find a Mayan calendar? You would have to go into the the northern part of the Andes Mountains in <laughs> in South America, and those, those calendars are gigantic stones, Come Coach. Yeah, how do you think they've lasted well, this long? It's not talk. like they wrote it down. And by the way, all the stuff that was put on paper, the span the Spanish burnt some of Robert McEwen's ancestors about 500 years ago burnt <laughs> all the paper, so to try to act like those people weren't even around. But the thing is, they chiseled a lot of stuff in stone. Uh-huh. By the way, so you know that. You know, I do appreciate the fact. You know, I told you go out and read the book Double Cross by Chuck G. and Connor. Love that book. And anybody out there, you want to hear the underworld story of of U.S. history from about 1935 to about 1975. Go get double cross. I'm not trying to it's say it's addictive. A, the best way I can describe it, an addictive read. Yeah, yeah, like the first like 50 pages are interesting, and then all of a sudden you're just like, wow, wow. It, it, I don't know if 100 percent is true, but it is basically told the story of Chuck Giancana's brother Sam Giancana, who was by far the most powerful mafioso leader in the history of America, and there's no question about that. And basically, he said that he killed Kennedy, killed Marilyn Monroe, killed all kinds of people. Uh, I don't know if he was just trying to sell books, but it's well put together. It how, was interwoven. How was this connecting to the Mayan calendar? Just out of curiosity. But I'm just saying, you should. When you look up the stuff, you're always like, "Hey, I, I'm glad I looked it up." It's some interesting stuff, is what I'm yeah. saying to you. I think you'll find it. it it's okay. it's just really interesting stuff. It's not your typical ho hum, mm-hmm. you know. Like, hey, uh, did you see the Jets? Uh, Cleveland Browns game and that catch uh, Jericho Crotchery made, or as you like to call him Crotchery, and call him Crotchery when he ripped his groin from the bone makes it, me a little uncomfortable as we speak. Oh, goodness. So if I YouTube Mayan calendar, I might... I haven't YouTubed that, but I will when I get home. We yes. might be able to get maybe something live from the Andes Mountains. Who know, well, I'm probably going to do a story on it when we get home, so maybe okay. you might YouTube it. Next thing you know, you're at Chi-Town Mix, and um, by the way, the world's going to end. Make sure to you know save up on your, your green tea and your beer. Okay. Dating advice, the Mayan calendar, tales from the uh, steam room at the Bally's Fitness Center. It's an eclectic. Uh, it's huh? an eclectic. It's kind of a strange show today, but let me quickly, quickly throw out some little uh, tidbits to you, okay, Big gotcha. Doug, if I could. Please, we can go to sports. We if can do I this. could. Short attention span theater. I know you want to comment on some of these. The uh, Cyrus Young Award was given out uh, yesterday in the National League. Happy holidays, Roy Halliday winning it. Adam Wright, second place. I'm assuming you approve of that vote. Oh, Absolutely. You know, it's funny. Is the day before they're like, "Oh, it should be a good race." I'm like, well, what are these people moronic? Roy Halladay was the Cy Young Award winner. Period. There was a couple really good years in the National League. Uh, Timmy Lincecum, Abaldo Jimenez. That's the guy I wanted to mention. Yeah, the, because good he, he slipped off a little bit second half of the season. But let us not slipped forget. Off. He didn't win twenty games either. Don't forget. Let us go back in the memory bag for a half a season. He was fourteen and zero, and his ERA you was bo- below one. 
we were talking about the show. Ubaldo Jimenez, mm-hmm. folks, was as good as any pitcher's ever been for two months. Ever been for uh, even more, a little bit more than two uh-huh. months. There were parents naming their babies. Ubaldo. Ubaldo. Mm-hmm. Is it Ubaldo or Ubaldo? Ubaldo. Yeah. Yes. What are, what are you trying to say about me, Coach? Why do you keep on you, saying I'm bald? Ubaldo came, take the head off, and I'll tell you. Okay. Ubaldo came, I think, one of the top ten names in the uh, Chicago area. And, and he got pitches in Colorado. Yeah. I can't wait to go to the bar mitzvah in about uh, 13 years of Ubaldo Greenberg. You know, you, you call him Cyrus Young, by the way. And his, you know yeah. what his real name is? By the way, Cy is his nickname. Do you know what yeah. his real first and second name is? I think it was Ernie. No, no, it was Denton True Young was his name. And Denton didn't really roll off the tongue, so people called him Cy. You know, it's funny. I met some guy named Denton. You know, I'm like, hey, you know, uh, Cy Young, that was his real name. He's like, who? Who's Cy Young? I'm like, oh my god. I asked another guy, I'm like, hey, do you know Cy Young? He's like, yeah, his real name was Denton. So I, I guess it all depends. I, I don't run into too many Dentons. Only two times in my entire life. One guy had no idea who Cy Young was, and the other guy basically told me the whole history of the 511 game winner. If I had a choice of naming my kid Denton or Ubaldo, I think I'd go Ubaldo. I think he would rather go with Ubaldo himself. I mean, that's, and trust me, he sounds, you sound sexy. Hello. Yeah. Hola. I always judge the I'm name of, of how it sounds like when it's announced PA. For like a basketball game. Mm-hmm. When I was naming my kids, that's what I... I told you, I wanted to name my son Tripoli. Trip, for short. Why Tripoli? Tripoli, kind of a cool name. Yeah, see, I wanted something unique, re- something different. Do you realize how many times uh, Tripoli has been involved in nasty stuff with the United States? I mean, the first times we ever sent the Marines abroad, it was to to, to, yeah, to the start a war in Tripoli. Tripoli. Yeah, exactly. I didn't think of that particular aspect. Okay. So you also got to think about if you call your kid a name, like yeah. Triple E Cone. Yep. Triple E Robert Cone. If he had wide feet, that Starting would Starting at guard for Glenbrook South, the Titans, six foot, 185 pound junior, number two, Triple E Robert Cone. Kind of got a flow. Yeah, it does. I, I, yeah. Thank you very much. Uh, very quickly, college football game day. One of your favorite shows, Big Dog, is coming to the Chicago area. To our city. It's coming to Wrigley Field. How yes, cool is that? Yes. You know where they're going to be? They're going to be at the McDonald's. At the McDonald's. And right? I hope that hopefully nobody can get into that McDonald's uh, and kill themselves with that food for that one day. Tear at least down. one day. Yeah. That is awesome, Coach. And you know, it's pretty sad that you have to do like a gimmick in order to get college game day to come to a Northwestern Illinois game. And I'm not ripping it. I was just like, hopefully one day Illinois Northwestern can get to the point where that is the game on, on that Saturday. But it's just cool that they're coming anyways. And have you seen the field? Oh, does yeah. it look gorgeous? It does look gorgeous. It looks a little tight. It does. Did you see the, the end zone right if behind you the goalpost? Post pattern deep into the end zone after you make the catch, you better uh, duck. No, don't duck because you'll lower break your, your neck. shoulder. You just slow, stop. You have to stop. Forget, yeah. if you duck, you will break your neck. Yeah. It's legitimately 12 inches from the back of the end line yep. in the on the east end zone. Because they're yeah. going east-west. And this might sound a little messed up, Coach, but they're starting that game at 11. You go east-west, the sun is going to become a factor. Because I played at McMurray College, and we started our games at 1.30 in the afternoon. And we had one of the few. The only east-west field I ever played on was my home field at McMurray College. Okay? And... At 1.30 to 4 o'clock, the sun wasn't a factor. Well, we played an 11 o'clock scrimmage one day. And I'm not kidding you. Somebody threw me a bomb, and all of a sudden I looked up, and I'm like, where's the football? Mm-hmm. Next thing I know, it hit me right in the face mask. And it was in the sun, and I and somebody said, how'd you lose a football in the sun? I was like, it was in the sun. And then after that, I realized, if you don't see the ball 
just put your hands over the sun and, you know, like. But I, just I, like I bank a baseball player would with his mitt. Yes. Let yeah. me ask you this. You win the coin flip. You're the head coach here. Would you, for the fourth quarter, for the second half, no, the fourth by quarter, then it would won't you matter. want. It won't matter by then. It's going to be the first. It's going to be the, okay. going to be the first. For the first yeah. half, would you rather have your quarterback? Throwing into the sun and your receivers not? Or yes, at, yeah. I would rather have the receivers not. Because okay. you're looking down on the ground. When you're looking up for the ball, it's okay. different than looking ground level for players. So I would rather have my quarterback with in the Interesting. sun. Interesting. Yeah. All right. But very cool. Game day ESPN going to be out at uh, Wrigley Field. They've already painted the sign purple, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. They're going to do it up. And hopefully this is going to be a yearly game. Now, Northwestern Illinois Wrigley Field will sell. Uh, yeah, I would love it if Illinois came up next year. and the, uh, They're painting that thing orange next year. Yep. And I wanted to make. Uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully nobody gets hurt. And I, I'm saying this on so many different levels. I don't want people getting hurt playing the greatest game in the world, which is American football. Mm-hmm. And also, I want them to continue to play at Wrigley Field. Illinois hasn't played there since 1923. So you know, George Hallis uh, was you know he he was an Illinois grad, and yeah, he uh, he was the guy who that Babe Ruth replaced in right field for the Yankees. Luckily, Babe Ruth was traded to the Yankees for cash because George Hallis was out of a job, and he decided, what should I do with my life? I'll start a professional football league, and look, we have the NFL now to this day. So, yeah. so and it, so it, I, I just it's Illinois and Northwestern should play there every year. Period. By the way, apparently uh, for the folks that want to stand out on Wave One or Sheffield Avenue, they're not going to have the net up on field goals and extra points and kicking oh, attempts. Oh goodness so me! There'll yeah. be some footballs to be hit. Even if you don't have a ticket for the game, you go there for game day and catch mm-hmm. all the festivities. Mm-hmm. You go in and get a couple of beverages. Wrigleyville will be hopping. And then, uh, you know, you go out in Sheffield, Wave One Avenue, wherever the kick's going to be going into. It would be Sheffield. Sheffield. Mm-hmm. And it uh, might be kind of fun to battle for a football or at least watch the people that are battling. And you need Bring to be- back the old Sammy Sosa days when people killed each other for a baseball. you got to stand at about 3627 North Sheffield, and you'll be all right. The ball will come right to you. I've already seen where the field goal for the goalposts okay. were. So that was, it was right in front of Skybox on Sheffield. Guys got to figure it out. It's the second best advice you've given all day besides hanging around at the, the, the only female sports programs. Yes. All right, we got to wrap it up. Big Dog, great to have you in Always studio. wrap it up. And we want to thank our guy, Robert the Rain Man McEwen, for filming it. And always, always thanking our guy, David Olson, who is the man on the other side of the glass. He is clearly the best in the biz, or at the very least, the best that our limited budget can afford. Two guys at a mic show, talkzone.com, signing off. We'll do it again tomorrow at 10. Have a great day, everybody.